Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, powered by Collaborative Solutions Group. We're discussing meaningful business and life topics to add motivation to your life and value to your efforts. Our show is hosted by certified professional CSG coaches who are often hired for private coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagements. Now, enjoy the show. This is Solutions from the Huddle. I am your host, Titus Bartolotta. I am really excited. In fact, the truth is I've been listening to some of these shows. I think I say I'm excited on every show, uh, but it's because I am. I get to talk to some of the most incredible people in the world. These are folks with great success, maybe even great failures along the way, but with just a treasure trove of insight. And if you're a fan of this show, if you come all the time, you already know all of that. Uh, and you keep coming, and we're so grateful that you do. If this might be the first time that you've come to check out our show, uh, you are in for a treat today, I will tell you, because we have a super awesome, powerful lady, uh, a lady boss, a lady leader on the program today, and we're going to all learn from her. And I want to get right to it, and and I have some, some really cool questions for her. But before we get into it, we always start the same way, and that is in prayer. So we'll do that here today. Lord, we give you glory and honor for all things, and we ask that you would bless this show, uh, our sponsors, our partners, our guests, just everyone and everything that is involved. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Amen. Okay, friends, uh, here we go. We have Zena Hermes on the show. She is an author. She is a teacher. She is a native of the Metro Detroit area. Um, she might also be Superwoman. I mean, she's got a lot of, the bio is, is pretty long here, but she is the author of a best-selling book and it's called Not Without God. It's a story of survival. Uh, if that wasn't enough, she's working on her second book. It's called Hope in the Storm. Uh, today, we've got Zena. Welcome to the program, friend. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you for having me. I mean, we're so grateful that you're here. How is it to have given birth to a best-selling book? I know that there are millions and millions of books. Many of our listeners probably have authored books or, or they want to, um, but you went beyond that, right? You created something that was beautiful, which I hope you're going to share with us and tell us what it is. But how did it feel when you realized that it was a bestseller on top of that? really exciting. It's been an amazing journey. First and foremost, I've gotten to meet people like you, successful people who try to push other people into the right direction. And every day is just new blessings in terms of the book. I'm super grateful to, to God. Wow. Uh, Zena, tell us a little bit about you and your story. I'm sure that that'll bleed into telling us about the book, uh, Not Without God, which I love the title. But tell our listeners a little bit about you, kind of where you came from and how your journey took you to this interview today. Sure. The book is about a catastrophic accident I was in at 16 years old while trying to cross the street on my way to school. I was hit by a car. I had to be flown via survival life flight to Mott Children's Hospital at the University of Michigan. That was where I went into an immediate 12 hours of emergency surgery. Some doctors predicted I wouldn't make it through the night. Um, they said if I did, the chances of a lower spinal injury were really high. Fortunately, I survived. 
Um, I've been able to beat the odds and walk, but it, it was a grueling process. I've done thousands of hours of physical therapy and exercise. I still train to this day. I've been able to get on back on my feet. However, I use forearm crutches to walk, you know, the, the kind with the rings around the arms. And I'm now down to AFOs, which is an ankle to foot orthosis. So they basically support my ankles. However, in the hospital, when I was first doing physical therapy after this horrific accident, I had to start with KFOs, which are a knee to foot orthosis. So those reached all the way up to my chest. So that's just to give you an idea of all the years and the training and the physical therapy I've had to do to become as independent and functional as I am. Wow. How do you not be overwhelmed by the, the physical demands of that, right? It, it's been already so much work and it sounds like it still continues to be so much work. And I don't hear even the slightest give up or throw in the towel in your voice. How do you come to that? No, thank you for saying that. I always say, pay attention to the little steps. You know, the small steps are what keep me going. And, you know, initially when I was in the pediatric intensive care unit, I was on a ventilator for three weeks. I couldn't talk. I had to write on, you know, hospital cutout paper in order to communicate. I was diagnosed with a mild head injury. I had a C1 fracture. So I had to wear a neck brace while in the hospital, internal bleeding. There were more injuries than that. So when I look at where I was and how far I've come and what a huge miracle it is, that's what really keeps me going because I know how much worse it could be. And I just feel lucky to be here. Yeah. Wow. Do, when you hear other people maybe have a different uh, take, right? How do you, um, how do you temper not yelling at them and saying, listen, you had a paper cut, calm down. Okay. Like, cause everyone's feelings matter, but clearly what you've endured physically is probably different than what most of us have endured. And so how do you hold on to both an empathetic spirit? Well, at the same time, maybe I don't want to not scare someone straight, but, but, you know, like kind of go, wait a minute, you need to put it in perspective, the blessings and the opportunities. How do you, how do you tackle that when maybe you hear somebody that's complaining because the wrong kind of milk was used in their latte, right? right? How in the world can that be said in your presence, right? It's a great question. I'm, I know I'm, you know, I motivate others and they do see what I've been through, especially those close to me and they're able to overcome their obstacles because mine was so huge. But at the same time, I try to be sensitive to what other people are going, despite of the fact that I've been through so much and that I've overcome. But I'm sure there have been those times where I've said, hey, that's a paper cut. Come on now. And I probably shouldn't have. But it's interesting that you mentioned that because I'm sure I've done that without thinking. Yeah, well, I, I think that we live in a world today where it's more inspiring than ever when someone breaks through and has the courage to, to get through what they're, what they're going through, because uh, it seems to be that giving up 
and stopping is just too easy of a solution and an option in, in the world we live in. Um, how do you make sure that that's never a solution and option? And how do you inspire others? What are some, what are some tips that you give other people uh, that maybe haven't had your life experience, but they're presented with the opportunity to give up every day? Sure. You know, I've always felt like I've had a mission here since I was very young. So I would have these premonitions, you know, while on my bike rides as a child. And I would hear from the Lord kind of through whispers in my heart where I would hear, you know, Zena, this road will not be easy, but I will never leave you nor forsake you. Mm. So at a very young age, I felt God's presence and I knew there would be some trial and tribulation, but that I would get through it. I've been fortunate enough that I've always felt his presence, even throughout the accident and up until now. I like to say him and I have a dirt, dirt direct connection. Of course, at times, you know, I'm sure we all struggle with discernment and we're trying to make sure if we're really hearing from the Lord or if it's our own ego, et cetera. But I have a pretty clear connection with him and I just want to fulfill my mission while I'm here and I'm so excited to be doing that through reaching out to others and telling them my story and just reminding them, hey, there's always tomorrow. And mm. the Bible tells us that the Lord continually heals us. People don't tend to understand that. People sometimes think healing is a one-time event. Like, oh, I'm going to be healed and that's it. You know, my life will be different and now everything's wonderful. Whereas even scripture tells us, the Lord says, I am the Lord who will continually heal you. Mm. So healing is a continual thing because God knew we would need to be healed more than once. So that's mm. how I look at it. Even in my own life, I have days where I may be a little more tired or I won't have as much energy, but God always heals me. He always helps me recover and brings me back. I love that. We're talking with Zena Hermes. Um, her, her book, Not Without God, is something that everyone needs to pause, take a moment. That's the beauty of the podcast. Just pause real quick, keep the tab up, keep the screen up, but jump over and get that book. And, and you can go to zenahermes.com, Z-I-N-A-H-E-R-M-E-Z.com and learn even more about the book. Uh, Zena, tell me a little bit about what it was like to go and speak at the Harvard Faculty Club. Um, I saw that in, in the long list of cool things that you have successfully done. I would imagine being uh, with, with other influential figures and celebrity type and other people with winning stories was, was really special. Take us into that room for just a moment. You've had this just massive life event. You fight through it, you knuckle through it, you put thousands of hours uh, of therapy through it. Um, you write a beautiful story that inspires other people. And now all of these things, these roads bring you to such a special once in a lifetime experience. Uh, the Harvard uh, Faculty Club, the Business Expert Forum. Tell us a little bit about speaking there and what that was like. It was really exciting. I was in a room with 59 other entrepreneurs that were all selected and chosen like myself. We all felt really grateful and excited to be there. Um, a lot of successful people, a lot of wealthy people, as you said, some celebrities. 
and people that even had flown internationally that were invited just to be on Harvard stage because what an accomplishment. Sure. And I, I went up there and I, I did my best, just like I always try to do. And the whole thing was live streamed. So many people were watching it. And it was um, surreal. It, it really was. That's awesome. What was maybe one of the takeaways that you took from that night from someone else who had the opportunity to speak? Was there uh, something that... I'm sure if I asked all of them, what did you take away from Xena? They'd, they'd give me a laundry list, but was there something that stuck out that you, uh, you learned that night you took and brought back home for us? So, yeah, all of the people that were selected were, had some sort of obstacle like me and they had overcome something really tragic or some, you know, big life event. And there was one woman who was telling a story about, she had to deal with communism while growing up and her parents literally had to escape on some ship. And it was this story that sounded like a movie and I don't remember all the details of it, but I think that one stuck out to me the most because what they went through to come to this country and to be here, you know, in a democratic and just to get away from the communism, it taught me that we all have obstacles and obstacles, not even the right word challenge, maybe, um, trials. And it made me feel like mine is not as big as I even mm. think it is hearing these other people talk. That's so true. I, I think every time we disconnect from ourselves and be more others focused, no matter in what capacity that is, it certainly reshapes and reinforms our perspective in such a special way. Um, we want to just say a quick thank you to some of the, the partners and sponsors we have of our show. Uh, and so we encourage all of our listeners just to go take a look at team-csg.com. Our show is powered by Collaborative Solutions Group. And on our website there, we like to highlight uh, not only our wonderful guests like Xena, but we also say thank you to the businesses that stand next to us. Uh, there you'll find MS Digital Solutions, Shepherd Law, Speedy Oil Change, Quality Air of the Carolinas, Carolina Auto Warehouse, Novant Health, so many more. Uh, when you click on their logos, you get to learn more about their companies. And I promise you, we wouldn't let their brand be next to ours if it wasn't an amazing brand. So go check out team-csg.com. Zena Hermes, uh, author of Not Without God, best-selling book. Zena, uh, tell us a little bit how we can work with you, right? Our listeners are looking for motivation and inspiration and insight regularly. Uh, CSG, you know, we provide coaching services, but I have this abundance mindset, probably like you with billions of human beings. I can't coach and teach and inspire all of them. I need other amazing people like you. How can folks um, learn from you and be inspired from you on a regular basis? Um, what are some ways they can connect? Sure. I blog every single day at xenahermes.com. It's also under notwithoutgod.net. So if you put in either domain, it'll go right to my website. And I write articles once per day about, you know, God, my experiences. I write a lot about physics, science, um, and just, you know, life experiences. And I try to motivate others. So that's, the best way people can reach me. I have a contact page on there for any inquiries, questions where they can reach out. But my website, my book is also on there as well. That would be the best way to, to reach me. I love it. Uh, Zena, what are, who are some of the uh, figures in time 
that have inspired you the most, right? I mean, when I think about some of the words of Maya Angelou and Simon Sinek and John Maxwell and um, and and Paul in the Bible, the, just some some juggernauts of the human experience, they shape and inspire who I am today. Uh, your spirit seems so sweet and so so insightful and just humble and grateful. Other than your life events, who have been some of the influencers that have helped to shape the person that we get to be inspired by, which is you today? I would say my mother, her faith is incredible. Um, She is just the kind of person that never gives up no matter what. She does a good job at always holding things together. My late father was the same way. He was definitely a winner um, and just very strong. I look up to them both. And of course, our Lord, you know, our Lord Jesus, who means he means so much to me, just his example, just who he was, just his unconditional love for mankind, for all of us. Of course, I'm able to receive his words through the Bible, but not only through the Bible, I believe he lives through all of us. So I'm able to see him through others. I have a section in my book where I talk about, you know, once the accident happened, as horrible as it was, I was able to experience the love of God through the doctors and nurses and others who were fighting for my life. So God speaks to us in all ways. He's definitely my inspiration. And then I have writers that I like. I mentioned physics to you. Brian Greene is one of my favorite teachers. He just came out with, a, I think his latest book is called Until the End of Time. Although it's not a spiritual book, when I, it's not necessarily a Christian book, but when I read the book, I really feel God's magnificence and wonder through it. So I would call him one of my latest mentors and teachers. That's awesome. Um, what would you say for some of our entrepreneur business-minded people, we have a lot of sales professionals, business owners, executives that, that listen to our show. What would you say for some of them that maybe faith isn't at the bedrock of their foundation? Um, I like you, uh, love God and, and, and believe that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and my life and my works equation void of Jesus being a part of it uh, is an equation that has no solution. Uh, But however, there are a lot of folks out there that are trying to start a business or close a big deal or lead a group of people. And and maybe their familiarity with God and his word is lacking. Um, or, Or maybe it's just not where they turn first. How do you incorporate faith and speak to those people um, who might be speaking a different language than you? Well, God works through all of us. And, you know, my, my, my motive has always been to work hard no matter what. And I believe success is about sacrifice. So if you want something like writing a book or starting a business, you really have to go after it and you have to put in the hours and you have to sacrifice your time. And sometimes, you know, even your, you have to go the extra mile maybe and work on the weekends or, you know, you may have a customer that you're not so happy with yet. You may have to deal with that customer and be 
kind and want helpful towards them because they're your customer and they're coming to you with business and they trust you. So you always have to be professional. You always have to work hard. You have to put in extra time. It's like dress up, show up and be prepared. That's how you become successful, in my opinion, at anything. Yeah, you know, I think that God um, really clearly shows us the relationship that we should have with him in, in, through the lens of, of parenting, right? Father and children, right? He, he clearly communicates himself in that capacity. And I think that, you know, through that lens, we're oftentimes, <clears throat> we're oftentimes seeking counsel and direction, you know, just now when you're talking about show up beyond time, you may have to deal with a, an unpleasant client. I mean, these are the, the kinds of things our parents say to us, right? These are, and, and it's funny that it's also the kind of things that our God says to us. And, and I think what a wonderful way to lead and communicate through this parenting role, through this loving, caring, I really want you to grow and I want what's best for you. Um, it's such a beautiful way to, I think, look at God and how his incorporation even into business can be found, right? As a leader in that role of parenting, when somebody can't put together a deity or, or, or a creator, they can put together uh, a parent, right? Absolutely. And uh, what a beautiful way to look at that. Um, I would love, Zena, for you to share any of the, the inspirational moments through those thousands of hours uh, that you think might have some strategy for some of our salespeople. They feel like they're going through a thousand hours of boring training or a thousand hours of rejected no's from customers, or just for the folks that are at home right now listening um, that says, I get it. I'm inspired. I understand. But, but again, they may go, but she just doesn't know that I, you know, she, she doesn't understand. There was this moment there that this thing happened. Um, and I know there's, there's some relatable, awesome moments in those thousands of hours of therapy. Uh, is there something really special that maybe you could share with us in the midst of that? Absolutely. You know, I, I always say faith is your imagination. So people don't realize that when you're imagining something, that's a part of your faith. Mm -hmm. And what you see, what you envision for yourself really can happen. So if you see yourself as successful and making money and managing this business and you know, having the things that you want that can definitely come to fruition. But of course, it's more than just seeing it, it's doing it as well. And I'll give you an example. When my accident first happened, I was paralyzed and I couldn't move um, from the waist down. And as I mentioned, some of the medical professionals that said, well, you're not going to walk again. This accident was just too bad and you're always going to be wheelchair bound. And I'm not wheelchair bound. I'm able to walk with the crutches or a walker, like I told you. But how did that happen? I went from not being able to move to moving. And it all started with a twitch in my left leg while I was in the hospital. I kept trying to move my leg, kept trying to move my leg. I was stubborn. Finally, it twitched. Everyone in the room screamed, some clapped, some cheered. The nurses were excited. I knew right then and there I would not live my life out of a wheelchair. Ooh. My point in telling you all the years through physical therapy, my muscles had to gradually get stronger. As you know, 
muscles, the more you work out, the more you exercise, you talk to a lot of sports people, the more they practice, the better they get. Same thing with walking again, the more I activated those muscles as weak as they were, the more I activated them, the more I practiced, the more I went to the gym, the more I went met with my physical therapist, I continued to get better and better. And I was able to beat living out of a wheelchair, you know, being stuck to a wheelchair. So, you know, getting out of a wheelchair or being a successful athlete to me is the same as being successful in business. If you don't envision it, if you don't work hard at it, even when you don't see that you're doing good, even when you don't feel that you're doing a good job, you keep on going. You wake up the next day and you get back at the computer, you get back to the coffee pot, whatever methods you use, you know, to get your mind going. And you just never give up, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's how you do well at anything. You know, physics talks about we live in an eternal universe where every rare thing can happen. So I feel like our culture, this culture, sometimes we're bogged down by I can't, I can't, I can't. The other day I posted something on Twitter that said, please don't tell me why you can't tell me why you can, because we all can, you know? And when people come to me and say, oh, Zena, but you're such an inspiration. You're such an inspiration. I don't really like that label because it makes it seem like I'm doing something that someone Mm. else couldn't do, you Mm. know? Whereas we all have the power within us, we just have to believe it. We have to know God is willing because he's an amazing God. But we can't just say, well, God is willing and sit down and do nothing. As you know, it takes hard work. It takes effort and it takes imagination, too. I love it. Guys, we uh, man, we just got to spend some time with Zena Hermes, uh, not without God. What a beautiful story, an inspirational story. And I would encourage all of our listeners to go to her website. Zena, give us that website one more time. It's notwithoutgod.net. I love it. Guys, go check out the book. And there's a way to contact Zena. There's a way to probably set up a Zoom session with her or maybe have her come speak at one of your events. Um, but I'll tell you right now, you're going to want to spend more time with Zena. So make sure that you go to her website and get to know her. Zena, thank you so much for being on our show today. We so appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Hey guys, Titus Bartolotta here with Collaborative Solutions Group. I just wanted to say thank you for listening to this episode of Solutions from the Huddle. If you want to hear more episodes and continue supporting our show, simply search for and subscribe to Solutions from the Huddle on any major podcast platform. Thank you again, and we hope you'll join us soon.